All right, guys, welcome to the Media Hijacked Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Walters. And joining me is Chris Unholy Jesus. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Media Hijack, episode number 80. Fuck, we did getting a lot of episodes. Old. We're getting old, man. That's a lot of episodes, man. It is. Like, the amount of time that I talk to you, it's more than I talked to my mom in the last 10 years. I swear to God. I did the math. <laughs> On the hours we probably do this shit. It's, it's so disappointing as a child of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to her every week like this. Oh, man. But my mom, she, what? that's her fault. No. She never talked to me when I was a child. I was like, okay, no. I guess I have to go watch TV now. The TV back then in the 90s was cool, too. My parents, we didn't, I don't know, they didn't have a relationship with me, so now I'm broken. I got you, man. That's why I'm here. Now I'm trying to, like, uh, use the podcast as, like, a, <laughs> a, crutch. a coping mechanism, you know? Good. Now that's, like, uh, that's what like, it is. Uh, we got this. We'll get through it together. Trying to backtrack, you know, all the conversations <laughs> I'm supposed to have. Shell Shock says it's called growth. Yes. Yeah, it is. Came a long way. 80 episodes? We have. Talk about consistency. <laughs> well, in, well in reality we've actually done probably almost closer to 200 episodes of yeah, a podcast yeah we are vets we are vets. we've been doing this for some years now yep this is this is we got this yeah all right guys so if you guys want to buy some t-shirts head over to the mediahijack.com grab you yeah. an official t-shirt because shell shot grabbed a t-shirt yes shell shot in the chat yes melissa got a t-shirt too what yeah thanks melissa now to nindo all eyes no on, pressure. All, I, all eyes on you. <laughs> no pressure. Visit the mediahijack.com <laughs> to grab you an official t-shirt. Our proceeds go to hungry children? No. To us. We take all the money. <laughs> it's <laughs> our bread. <laughs> we're 80, we're 80, 80 episodes in. This is... We, yeah, we'll get new t-shirts. It's so funny. Like, I have a design already. I just have to put on the t-shirt. Mm. Like, I had a design ready like eight months ago. Really? What happened to it? It's just sitting in the file. <laughs> it's, just, it's just there. But when I bring it out, I'm going to bring out like two. Two like designs? Two different t-shirts. Yeah. Nice. Maybe stickers. I don't know. Who knows? Shock says, if you buy a shirt, then Billy can buy dinner. Wait, if I buy a shirt? Well, who's buying dinner? Hey, Shellshock, I know where you live. I'm going to come see you. Get them. Um, got all text, your information. Text is right. <laughs> 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 Expose him uh, Yeah uh, Also if you guys want to visit us on Reddit Join the community You guys can post anything you want anything. Share any cool video that you think we might like And if we don't like it We just ignore it But usually I come I do come back to the page and check If I'm a day or two days late mm. I'll be there I'll upvote it Yeah yeah It's weird the notification for Reddit is kind of off to me though like I'll earlier, turn mine off because it's too much. Well, earlier, like when I got on Reddit and I saw you had posted something for the podcast, and then like an hour later, and I just happened to be on Reddit and I just saw it on there on my timeline thing or whatever, and then an hour later I got the notification. Mm. <laughs> After you, I saw it already. <clears throat> I was like, "What? It's kind of is it always like this? Technology is not it's not stable." No. Also, if you guys want to watch the replay for this video, you can head over to our YouTube page. 
I'll leave all the links down there for you guys. Yeah. Also, iTunes people, make sure if you guys are listening on the Apple device, go down, just rate us, give us 12 stars, 5, 12 stars, and leave us a little nice comment. Yes. That'll help us out for these AI algorithms, these artificial intelligence trying to put yeah. who has a, you know, we gotta a better play. podcast than somebody else. We got to play by their rules now. AI runs this shit. Yeah. We're in Korea, by the way. Hey, <laughs> who's listening in Korea? That's crazy. I from Kim Jong just chilling. <laughs> listen to us in the basement. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it, but <laughs> nobody in China. I look at the demographics. I was like, why are we in China? That's the big ass country. Because they control the media. They control. Because oh, they have no internet there, do they? They do, but they, they have can, controlled the internet. They control. Yeah, they control everything on it. And then it'd be like, like newsflash, our shit's control too. <laughs> <laughs> you think you free? <laughs> you ain't free. <laughs> All right, so before we get started, uh, I have this new segment called Around the Net News. Okay. Not Around the Net, like, you know, Attack of the Show. This is Around the Net News. <laughs> I didn't even think of that till you said it. You shouldn't even said that. Cause Around now. the Net News. This is our <laughs> shit. All right, I like this. All right, so head of China, Global Times newspaper, has threatened Australia, saying that they will suffer a heavy attack. If they come to the defense and help Taiwan, this is recent news. So if Australia dares to defend Taiwan, guess what? They're going to get in trouble by China and they're going to suffer some type of attack. And this was on the China Global Times newspaper. But then if they attack China, then who? I mean, no, no. If China attacks Australia, which it won't happen. But if it did, that means all of Europe has to step in. The U.S. has to step in. World War Three. I'm telling you, I see it. I see the writing on the wall. It's gonna be China and Russia versus everybody. They, they're gonna team up like this, son. They're gonna it's team scary, up. It's scary, man. Like China, like throwing their weight around like that. They're like, I dare you, Australia, to defend Taiwan. Cause Taiwan's like a little piece of island. I, 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 we talked about it earlier. I always thought Taiwan was his own thing <laughs> until recently. I, I didn't know it was a part of. I mean. That's why they get pissed off when they say Taiwan is not a country. Mm. China's like, uh-uh, Taiwan is not a country. It's us. Yeah, it's like, it was never, like, official like that. That's why John Cena apologized about it. Yep. He's like, oh. He apologized in Mandarin. What kind of shit? That was some... Yeah, what the some, fuck? Some boot-looking shit, but that's some just Some cloning me. talk. <sighs> so that, was, that was weird. We'll see... We'll see. This is it. We're leaving it. We're leaving it in real time. I'm telling you. Shell Shock says, I'm so glad I can't get recalled. Oh, like to the military? Hell yeah. We are. We old, we too, we, we too old for their force. Yeah. <laughs> like we, you guys don't want to fight Chinese yeah, people. Yeah, man. They know origami good. and shit. Oh. Yeah, you guys don't want to fight those guys, man. <laughs> Sneaky. They got new technology. Like, they, the weapon, like, dude, their weapon got, is already in our pocket. TikTok? Other than TikTok, smartphones like <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, smart yeah. chips like they're in every single it's, American it's, home. It's, like it's been built over there. Like oh, we can destroy you guys so easily because you we sent us all the jobs, the whole economy. Like you one s- beep, you sent us all the jobs, and now we got them. Yeah. Hey. All right. Tenno says I never downloaded t- TikTok. Yeah, TikTok is a spying device by China. I downloaded it once, and then I think thirty minutes. I deleted it too. Yeah, I think because I think we're like trying to figure out how to. Expand the show, or maybe. Yeah, I only got TikTok so I could watch the Unico Sobibiriente, the time traveler. 
<laughs> I just watch my Instagram. I just watch yeah. my IG. But what's funny is that he has some videos on TikTok that's not on Instagram. That's uh-huh. why I had to I had to look director's you know, cut. I, you know, I had <laughs> yeah, to investigate. Yeah. Fun fact: I've learned that tap 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 on a can doesn't work from TikTok. Okay, so it doesn't work. So we're not gonna tap do on that. top of can. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, that's like a Mexican trick. I just wipe. I don't know. I learned that like. Early when I first started drinking, I learned it, and then I didn't ever understood it. I didn't ever. I just stopped yeah. doing it. It's too I much. Just on a lightly can that's not been like shaken up. Yeah. But this one obviously has been dropped on his head. Oh yeah. Severe, <laughs> severe brain uh, damage. Shell shock says my knees and back alone wouldn't let me get into that uh, fight. Oh yeah, you got bad knees, right? Oh, bro, we don't we all? I'm useless. <laughs> You'll learn how to massage your joints, like for bad knees and stuff. Same with like heart flow. Like, uh, there's, like, certain pressure points. If you look up, like, Chinese pressure points for relieving some type of stress, like, let's say if you, mm-hmm. your, your arm getting numb a lot, right? You can, you can clap, like, this part of your arm, mm-hmm. like, just cup it, and then hit it a couple times, and it'll flow, the blood will flow through your arm. Same with, like, under, like, your armpit, like, just pop that shit, like, cup style, <laughs> and do it a couple times on, like, both arms, like, in the joints, and then under the arm. Gets the blood flow. And then, like, another pressure point is, like, right... In the center, like two inches, like below your wrist, you can massage that, mm-hmm. and that's like a pressure for point wrist, for if your hands. Yeah, like it, Ooh, it relieves a lot of like uh, tension, I guess, or whatever. Uh, blood flow, and then it, it gives you energy. I guess you can try that to beat off. <laughs> gives you enough energy to beat off with your hands. Two hours. <laughs> also, fun fact: before we continue, do you guys know the QR code was invented by a Japanese person in two thousand in nineteen ninety four? Yeah. 1994, a QR code. I didn't even think of that. Where right? I didn't even think of that. Where would it started? Yeah, I thought it was started like in 2000s, but 2012, Rothschild, they won the patent for the QR code to oh. use it for links on the internet. Yeah, there we go. That's it. The big. So you know when the Rothschild they jump in something like that, you know something that's gonna take over the world, mm-hmm. which is already taking over the world because you can make a QR code for anything and yeah, lead you to the. Directed a website and it's working. Damn, perfect technology. So they run all that shit too, <laughs> like everything. They they owned it. Yeah, they they own it. Mm. It's gonna come down to like uh, QR codes for everything, down to like medical records. Like they can have, they can scan your QR code, give you all your medical records. Yeah, you see, you see the QR codes more and more, like just in public, everywhere. In public, uh, even at where I work at, there's a QR code that you can scan. To take like a COVID test. It's like this shit is yeah. It's a job like for job applications. The shit's everywhere. Like you can't even yeah. It's the easiest way to get the website. What I happen type shit. And the funny thing is too, it's it's one of the things I've learned when I've watched people try to deal with the QR code. Um, older generation can't seem to figure out like this is stupid. Da, 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 da. But then once they realize how it works, I'm starting to realize older generation is like, oh, this is kind of cool. Something like. Have to get on get online, www dot some shit, and then t- t- the Q, it's it's very convenient. It's yeah, kinda, once you figure out how it works, it's it gets you where you need to. It's like people right now that's like creating the technology or the apps and stuff. Mm. The way of the dumb thinking is like, what's the best way I can teach like somebody who doesn't know shit about technology? Like, what would be the yeah, easiest way to break it down? How to s- make it so simple that anybody can pick up the device mm-hmm. or, or you pick up, you know, you know, pick the app and then use it naturally. 
and that's the struggle that these developers go through. Because you got to think about like, what's the best way I can maximize the effort of making this shit pop across generations of people? Yeah, where it's like normalized, like how they yeah. use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who first like kind of did it? Who? Steve Jobs with the iPhone. Oh, when it yeah. first came out with the whole swipe, the whole one button shit. When it first came out, it was very simple. The one button shit was, uh, that was a... Uh, Pinch, that shit, pinch that shit, zoom. That shit broke all the rules. <laughs> the one button thing. That yeah, and then the pinch zoom, like, everybody's like, what? You can pinch zoom that shit? I saw my mom, she was like, I was like, whoa. Well, who taught you this? Came a long way. <laughs> 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 who taught you this? Double tap, jump out. Jump out, yep, you're out of it. Like, whoa, look at you. The future. Look at you. All right, let's get started. All right, so Omega Agency. What Whoa. exactly is the Omega Agency? Well, this agency is very similar to the CIA. It's actually a a group that was by the Bilderberg Group. Okay. It's like a secret agency, even more secret than, like, you know, the one in Russia? They have their own secret agent. Like KGB type shit? Yeah, like that, or like um, the one in Europe. Which I think what's in Europe. Is it the same? I don't know. Yeah, so this agency is it's it's so like uh like high up there. Even of course the president they have to take orders from this agency. Like mm. if they say, Hey, we want you to do things this way, you have to do it. You can't say no. It doesn't matter if you're the president. Because yeah. you're just a face, exactly. Right? Everybody knows the president's just a face. You're just there, you're just a body. You're yeah, just... so like they he have to take orders from them. Like this, uh, what's funny about this Omega agency, I think this is like really like the old school shit because they said like one of the main leaders was George Bush Sr. What? Yeah, George Bush Sr. He was one of the, the main guys. I'm not surprised because I think George Bush Sr. Sr. Wasn't he the director of the FBI at one point? I might be wrong. Maybe. I think, he, he, I think was, he was director of FBI at one point or something. He... Some shit. Uh, maybe CIA or something. He, he did have connections to either CIA or FBI. I can't remember which one. It was a long time ago when I read it. But Yeah, so George Bush, him, and Alexander Hag from the Reagan administration, those two, they always had like, the main seat during when they do like these council meetings to okay. make an agency. And usually when they do these meetings, there's like 10, 12 people mm-hmm. max. And then they decide on what they want to do with you know, the world, like what type of country do they want to invade? Do they want to take down yeah. any countries? Like they have so many employees working under them, like thousands and thousands all around the world. And they would do like, you know, like special projects where they have a war like in Somalia, like little small wars just to test out, you know, their, their group, see if it's actually like legit. Okay. See if they can slowly take down like these small countries, but do it like in small batches to where it doesn't really make headline news. Yeah, just like bit by bit. Yeah, so they do stuff like with the stuff with Somalia. They did something else with another country, but they do small stuff like that just to test out like if their agency is actually working correctly. So are there like actual soldiers that goes in and kill people, or what? Yeah, like- they have like their own shit with their own army and everything. And it's kind of like under like the UN, the United Nation. Oh, okay. Oh, they like they deploy them out from there. So the UN sends them out. So that's yeah. like a. I mean, that's like a. It's, it's a like joint decision from yeah, the countries. It's, uh, it's all connected with the American agency, mm. and they're like, I guess, the top. Damn, like some government spooks. I think they call them or some shit. Yeah. So like, um, 
you know, like back then when they were talking about, oh, we want to start like the whole new world order thing. They wanted to, the Omega agency, they wanted to use that as like a way to start their new, um, uh, their new project they want to do to where they want to start taking over countries and start, mm. you know, pretty much taking over the world. Yeah. And slowly but surely, they're all taking over like certain countries, but we don't, we don't really know that like face value, like what the fuck they're doing. No, that's the whole point of it. It's supposed yeah. to be uh, covert. It's, yeah, so it's, you get like certain countries, like they, you know, they become like a part of the United Nations, and there's other countries that's not a part of that shit, but they would want them to be a part of it. So they're trying to force these countries to basically join the United Nations. Yeah, or then they convert all their currency over to like their shit. And they all run. They all run under one government, pretty much. So I guess what now you're in the club. We we got you. Um, we sent our people out there to persuade you. I guess yeah. I'm assuming to go in that direction. Uh, I don't know. I've always had beef. I was always at beef with the UN, anyways. Because I, uh, I can't remember we talked about. I can't remember if we talked about it in this podcast or the previous previous one we did before. But um, talked about like how in like places like Chile. Uh-huh. I think it was Chile, but it was somewhere in South America. But I think it might have been Chile. I might be wrong, but uh, how they was doing this thing where um, they was trying to do like a uh, depopulation type deal. The government was in on it. Um, they were telling like they had like doctors and and nurses and whatnot. My bad. Uh, showing up to like villages, and they were telling women like, "Hey, you know, come to the hospital with us. Um, you know, it's gonna be a routine like you know, you know, checkup." And women would go there, and they would get drugged and knocked out, and then wake up, and then realize, like, holy shit, I can't have kids anymore. And it was, like, women, I was, like, 18, 19, 20. Like, that was get put out to houses. So they got sterilized? They just got sterilized and didn't even realize it. There was just, like, <clears> all, <throat> this whole area was getting told they was, like, supposed to come in. And um, the government basically took it upon itself to, like, hey, we're having too many kids. We're going to step in, and we're going to control it. And so when that happened, I never forget. This is why I realized how twisted the UN can be. When the news got back to the UN about what was going on in this country, it was kind of like, okay, we'll deal with it. And then nothing ever happened right, at all. They, they might be the one that actually, they actually did wanted it. it. Yes, <laughs> that's the only way it made sense to me is that they wanted that shit to happen. So yeah, they're like, oh yeah, let's just push this under the rug because they're actually the the hands behind it. Yes. See, all oh, Shock's like, oh yeah. Shell Shock's in chat says, oh, I know what you're talking about. They forced sterilization. It was horrible. I can't remember if it was Chile or something, but it was somewhere in South America. Horrible story. And the UN just let that shit roll, which in turn I was like, why would the UN do that? And then, right, they probably wanted it to happen. Yeah, they're probably behind that agenda just to test out. Let's see if we can sterilize the whole country. And it's and it's scary when you think about it because then there'll be like when you think about all like with the UN and all these countries and these people that are supposed to be like allies and all that, you you think their existence together is supposed to be for like the greater good, and then they're just fine with just kind of like mm, hey you know anything goes like they 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 with a lot of yeah. shit that I don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say like they're like the good for like the whole world and stuff maybe. We don't really know. On some level, yeah. You know, because let's say there is like a, the population on Earth is too high and they needed to balance this shit out. Yeah. So one easy step they can take is go to a country, test out, let's see if we can sterilize these people in this country. And then let's see if we can do this on a mass scale. Mm-hmm. 
you know, to get the population down. Because if we don't get this population down, guess what? We're not going to be too a many, part of the Galactic Federation. Too many mouths of feed. <laughs> We're not going to be accepted to the, the higher dimension. It's crazy, too, because I was reading the... Uh uh, uh, I was reading something last week. I was at work, right? It was about like how China had the same thing, where they wanted to boost their population, but then that's when it was like, uh, like China had this weird thing too, where they like they boosted the population up. So like, I think it was like male uh, male Zedong, I think his name is, during his era when he was running things, um, his administration, they were trying to boost like boost up like population in China like tenfold. And I only was I think this happened in fifties. But I think the only reason why China made this move is to boost up their population was because America had the baby boom right after World War II. Oh, but it backfired, right? And China was like, yeah, let's have a bunch of kids. And then it was like, but what backfired was that they had too many men. Mm. <laughs> well, they had too many kids. And it was like, okay, you know what? You can have kids, but you can only get limited to two. And the people took it upon themselves. This was more like a government idea. The people took it upon themselves. I guess the way the society is like, well, men are the most important in this system. So everybody started having boys. And it was way too many boys to the point where I think it might be like the Gen X generation of China. It's like it's way too many men versus women. It's like it's it's sausage fest. Yes. And so they didn't have to dial it back. And then it's weird. But it's, when you do stuff like that to a country, it upsets the balance and it messes everything up. But this is not the, like what happened in South America. It wasn't any different from China. And what, the UN still didn't step in back then, or I don't know, whatever the fuck it was. But why these like, like why the UN is kind of funky to me. I, just, I guess that's the point I'm trying to get across. They kind of weird. They let some shit slide on some levels of uh, yeah. The UN is sketch, like a, which is why I, I I I'm not surprised this Omega yeah, shit. And I'm, I'm sure like the Omega agency, they're they're above the UN. So who who knows what the Omega agency is doing? But, like, the whole thing, like, with China, like, uh, you know how, like, if you have, like, one extra kid, like, if it's, like, a daughter, mm-hmm. and then if you get caught with a daughter, they would send people out, like, to your village, take your daughter, like, in the morning, and then throw them out on the street, dude. I heard, like, stories like they would throw them in the river or some shit or something. Yeah, in the river, they throw them in the street, and then um, some people, they would actually pick them up and then put them into a shelter. I've heard, I like, I heard like, I've heard like one time it was like sex trafficking stories. Like the yeah, kids yeah, just like yeah. ended up in that shit sometimes. Yeah, that, like, that too. But like uh, the one we can talk about is like, um, oh, yeah. they, they put them in shelters and then you would go to these shelters in China and there's a bunch of fucking babies in the shelter. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and all girls. And then like, most mostly girls. Mm-hmm. And then um, they would have Americans come over to China and adopt them and adopt them. I bring yes. them back to America because there's a documentary on Netflix. It's called Found. If you I watch like, it, I it's about like these these Chinese girls that got adopted from China and mm-hmm. then they moved to America. And then they live this American lifestyle. They know nothing about you know their nothing culture. about where they came from. They, their voice is like super American. I was going to yes, say white, they, but super American. <laughs> but yeah, they Americanized. It's, yeah. It's, it happens a lot when you stay here long enough, but also, also real shit though, it, did, it just showed us like, because I know exactly what you're talking about. I've never seen that documentary, but I know the story of where then when they was making choices between, okay, two households of kids, uh, one's got to go, it's always going to be the girl, no matter what, and then the adoption rate for like Chinese females are picking up in America because Americans were buying, you know, right. or, uh, Chinese girls at that one point. It's what was, the, what was the fucking UN? <laughs> he says Operation Thanos. Yes. Straight up, man. 
He says uh, there are some reports out there that the millennial generation here aren't having enough kids because of costs, and that could affect us in the near future. That is true. Maybe because of costs, or maybe they did a light version of a sterilization through, like, the modified food we've been eating. Oh, you think that's what it is? Like could be. Kill, like the food, that, the fast food we eat, the food that's been, you know, uh, like you buy that's already been pre-made and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like maybe all that. Because if you look at the package, they all have weird-ass chemical names. <laughs> Let's say like some of those chemicals might be the reason why a lot of people now are sterilized and they just can't have kids. But we don't know that. We're trying to put like another, you know... Uh, reason behind why people aren't having kids like saying oh yeah mm-hmm. the millennials are the smart ones they're thinking that just because of cost but the millennials they're like the really horny ones they're not using protection and like they're still not having kids i think i i, I think on the economic level I f- <laughs> oh you want to read your chat right quick on? vaccine maybe I, I don't know i uh, think uh i think the food might be more affecting up more with the menstrual cycle and stuff because even like before this whole vaccine shit i knew a lot of people that weren't even vaccinated at all and they mm. they couldn't have kids so i'm starting to think like it might be something like with the diet as uh, opposed to like saying the vaccine is the cause of all that yeah yeah well my theory i always thought about i, I my theory was always with this why so many millennials are not having kids honestly and this is what it comes down to uh, I think more millennials would have kids if they had jobs actually paid them shit. <laughs> I think some people, I mean, granted, there's millennials who work these shit jobs and got too many kids, but I feel like for the ones who don't have kids, like myself, for example, and I see people who have kids, it makes me take a step back. I'm like, you know what? If I have a kid, cool, but I've seen the stresses of being a parent that I don't, like, my, my life is chill as shit. If I had a kid right now, you, you do you realize I'll probably have to do this podcast like every other week, probably some shit. Like it would derail my whole schedule, and things are cool right now, and I recognize it and I enjoy life right now. So I have a kid when I'm ready, or I feel like some that's how some millennials may even move to. It's like well, if I have a kid, I'm gonna a kid. adopt a robot child. Even better. Yep. Even because better. when I'm tired, guess what? I unplug him. <laughs> <laughs> you tired too. <laughs> Melissa says, uh, the one thing I heard was you'll never be financially ready for a child. That's true, yeah. Which isn't the only reason why I don't want to have kids. You're never ready to have a kid. That's true. I don't think anybody's ever ready to have a kid. It's like walking to a a brick wall with, like, no lights on. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like... How can I climb this shit? I'm not even a parent, but I know people are parents. And it's like... The people who... You gotta adjust to it. Yeah. The people who really want kids, they're the one that can't have... They have problems having kids. You know how you hear stories about they've been trying, they've been trying and shit, and, you know, they're well off, they're wealthy and stuff, and they're trying, but they just can't have kids. Meanwhile... The people don't want kids? In the South... Oh, the South. It's it's like Cabbage Patch kids Popping out here. Kids out like, boop, it is. Boop. Like, Dan, didn't you just have one kid? Like, oh, you got three now? Like, okay. Yeah, I was working with Holy shit. Like, a co-worker, and uh, he was telling me all his stories. I'm about to tell everybody now. <laughs> but he was like, man, he's like, I should have had like 18 uh-huh. kids right now. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, they all had abortions, and I only kept like six. So this <laughs> That's dude, still a lot. What yeah. the fuck? This dude was like, I mean, it's been 18 it's like years. in his 40s, like, yeah, I was supposed to have like 18 kids right now, but 
I was like, dude, like, when did you, like, when did it hit you to know that, hey, you're, he's the problem. Yeah, you're (laughs) fucking up. Like, did you? And I guarantee he'd be the first one to say, it's their fault. I was like, dude, (laughs) it's their fault they had a kid. If you ever, (laughs) if he ever took a mushroom trip, man, he'll be crying for like 30 days straight. <laughs> when he realized, like, <laughs> he was like, um, the amount of money I spend on six kids. <laughs> no, it's going to be like the guilt. It's going to get hit with all that guilt on, you know. I committed genocide. Because he's just thinking about himself. He's not thinking about the female. Yeah. And yeah, all the different females he's been it's with. It's all about like, him. He don't think about their tragic emotional shit that they what went through. through. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you, it's not about. You do like look, what about all the other girls? He, and he's a narcissist. You fucked he up, man. You're he doesn't gonna, care until it's about him. That's that's the yeah, problem. I was like, you people. fucking wild. Oh god, that sounds that sounds like Atlanta. <laughs> that sounds like no, he's from New York. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he doesn't work with me no more though. <laughs> I told uh, my boss like, "Hey, don't send no more." I know he's done. Hey, I know he got eighteen kids, but I can't drink it. Like, I'm, no I'm done with this shit. Like, I, I can't work with him. I, I, I cannot, man. Is that the first? Uh, okay, I was supposed to say. I just, I just had a flashback of you telling something a little bit. Uh, uh, maybe, the maybe the same guy. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. where I was just like, dude, I, I can't. Dude, you, I don't do you draining the fuck out of me. Like when I clock out, I'm like, fuck. And, I, and, and, no, and then you still got to drive through Atlanta. Oh, then I got to drive home. Like <laughs> I'm so fucking drained it's from drained, this dude, man. It's like that. You can't be around those people, man. I couldn't. So depressing. This says uh, the Amish and the Mennonites around here have a ton of kids. What's yeah. a Mennonite? Mennonites. What is that, like a high-level Amish? <laughs> the extreme level of the Amish. The high-level Amish. When you max out? That's the thing with, like, Amish people. Like, they, oh, she, she, said, she said basically Amish to the max. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Oh, <laughs> they can drive. Oh. So that's, like, uh, a but level. But only black car. Damn, I kind of feel like a certain type of way about that. Like a wagon, maybe? But it's like they're going to drive, like, black cars. Black old-school wagon. <laughs> Uh, Melissa says, uh, and they have jobs and use cell phones and electronics. Oh, the Mennonites. So basically the Amish without being punished? I wouldn't say punished, but Amish, but... Uh, Brainwashed? Uh, uh, it might be that. No, like, but the, just the next level where they, they're using, like, modern technology, too. Hey, you want my advice? Don't do it. It's like <laughs> just, vegan. Just, it's like comparing a vegan to a vegetarian. Is that the same? It's two different, right? It's two different. Yeah, yeah. A vegan is more hardcore. Yes. It's like they wouldn't even eat like eggs from an animal. Don't drink milk. They don't drink milk. Nothing comes from an animal. But like a vegetarian, that's cool. They'll eat. Sometimes they'll eat fish. Yeah, they eat fish too. Like a, 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 a true vegan, they don't eat fish, right? No, they don't eat nothing. Nothing. They don't even use products, anything that comes from an animal. They don't want to use it. Like, where did this shampoo come from? A sheep? Oh, yeah. Fuck I it. Vegans, they don't want nothing to do with it. It takes, like, more energy to give them their plants, though, you know? Vegans actually destroying the world. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> you know vegan. the conspiracy behind red meat? Why it's so expensive in the grocery store? You heard about that? No. Like, you'll see these videos of people, like, uh, recording meat prices in Costco and Sam's Club. It'd be, like, $200, $300. Like, why is it so expensive? And then somebody, like, in the comments, like, the reason why it's so expensive because... They realize that humans they need like this protein to actually stay stable. So they oh, made pricing. it so they made the price so high to where people can't really eat normal red meat no more. 
have to get like the artificial cheap red meat stuff, where they, where they don't out. get the actual proteins that they're supposed to get from actual red meat. And then they're, I don't know, they're making it hard for the normal people that live in, you know, cities like us and stuff to get like the proper red meat from grocery stores. It's like, um, it's like another thing I heard. This is, um, this is like a conspiracy right here that why like the gas prices are really high, but the gas gets burnt out so fast in vehicles now. And a lot of people say, I've been hearing this for like all summer. This shit is not gas. They're mixing it with water or something. Like, dude, it's, it's, it's how we eat through gas so much to the level of where I, I, prices are getting high, but that no matter what you pay in the price, it seems like gas is getting eaten up faster to some people. I mean, I don't know. I have, I've, I've, speaking of gas, was gas last week like $2 something? Oh my God. Well, two ninety. Well, it's like three something today. I, I take the back road over to here to where you stay at. And it's two ninety nine for gas, in the middle of nowhere. Like, what, what, I, I take the back road to get over here. Nobody's ever out there. Gas is two ninety nine. It's like the perfect spot. But, get, but I'm not telling my secret to nobody. <laughs> this is it's a secret spot. It's a secret ride I take. But you drive a good you. car. You had to pump good gas. Yeah, so you had to pay over three dollars for sure. I, I'm let it. I still go unlet it. <laughs> Even with this, with this, what I'm riding right now, unlet it still. I promise you. That's not good for the car. Ain't it? Look. I was, I was about to say something cool like, well, it ain't mine. But no, but I'm not going to say it's not really good for the car. Don't start shaking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck, I'm not going to make home tonight. I remember somebody used my car one time, right? And they're trying to be nice and gas the car back. Mm-hmm. So they gassed it full tank. But when I was driving it, it was like shaking. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, they used the cheap gas. <laughs> but I didn't get mad. I was like, you know, they're just trying to be nice, fill up the car and shit. So I had, my car had to run through, you all, gotta that run through all that shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like shaking and shit. <laughs> yeah. car's like, ah, shit. My car was like, uh-uh, don't give me no Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much sugar. The car is like shaking. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> give me that diabetes gas. I need <laughs> that Fiji gas. <laughs> Shit's too much. Yeah. No, but no, uh, but for the most part, like it's, I think gas is around like $3 right now. It's but then, I saw something yesterday where gas is like hitting $4 in Cali. This is just gonna end. You know what's hard. crazy? It's Cali gonna, been on that three dollar gas for a, for long, a long time. Yeah, this is not new. Yeah. The four dollar shit is hitting there. I give it a couple years. We'll see it on the East Coast eventually. We'll we'll get to it. When I first moved to the East Coast, the gas price here was like fucking eighty seven cents, ninety eight cents, and shit. Like it was like that. We're like, what the fuck? What like East Coast is like this. You guys roll like this out here. Pretty cheap, at least down yeah, here. I was like, okay, like I, now well, I understand why everybody buy well, like expeditions and stuff because the gas is so cheap. Yes, but now it's like uh, everybody's all on the same price now. Yeah, well, it's like this. It's weird. It's like the Southeast right now is like good on gas, but if you go like to say like Virginia, especially DC, Baltimore area, Jersey, New York, Delaware, gas prices are like. Fucking Cali prices, shit. Everything's way like Pennsylvania. <laughs> All that shit is way more expensive than here, man. It's like we. I feel like where we live at right now is like the last like hope for humanity. We. I hope we're holding out on a lot of shit. I mean, we got like the the Georgia Guidestones for the world. <laughs> Yo, we safe. That shit is here for a reason. <laughs> Even remember a couple years ago when they were talking about the super volcano blowing up? Yeah, in uh, whatever state it was, and I looked on the map. I was like. Damn, Georgia's like right outside the kill zone. I was like, yeah. just the best spot for everything. That's why they got all these underground bases out here. Damn. All the celebrities are moving out here. The new Hollywood is out the here. The Rock, he has a house out here. They're so like, hey, if Yosemite blows up, guess what? 
Hollywood. We get, we're in Atlanta. <laughs> we in moved. the safe zone. <laughs> we moved. All sorry. the celebrities are out here and shit filming all these movies. They're taking over. That's why shit's so crowded out here. Atlanta's like the new... Uh, Hollywood. The new Los Angeles. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, it's so diverse now. Like, if you go to Atlanta, like everybody, it's so Dude, diverse. It's different, man. It's so different. Uh, See the Indian guy talking to the black guy, the black guy talking to the hey, the, the Mandarin lady, the Taiwanese man talking to the yeah. the white man. It's, it's it's diverse. Super diverse. Yeah. Shell Shock says. Wait, Melissa says our oh, gas over there is like three fifty. Holy shit! Oh fuck! Fuck that. That's like over here. I've been seeing, so I guess everybody is like living on the same gas prices, yeah, which even, is crazy. Yeah, even if you get close to like say, uh, what's that in Atlanta, uh, Ponce de Leon? Yeah, uh, gas there is like three thirty, three forty. I heard. Mm, so it's bad. not on three fifty, but it's 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 creeping up on it. Shell Shock says one seventy when I moved back a little over a year ago. Now it jumped two seventy five. Now that's pretty good, uh, but it's still like in the range of being very high. Oh yeah. So everybody's in that two dollar, almost three dollar range. So I, I guess the average would be like two ninety. Yeah, around two ninety something. Because some places like here is like already like oh we cracking three dollars already. Yeah, it's easily. already because I paid over three dollars for gas and shit, and I was like, mm. and I was getting to a point where I, I saw somebody the other day was like, man, I found some cheap gas for like. 309. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I just found some. <laughs> like, like, 309? I, I, I know a spot where I can go to like 20 cents cheaper than that, my guy. I found a cheap spot for $5. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> the wrong neighborhood. I got to take a leak so bad. When we get back, uh, we can start on the Alaska Triangle. Yeah. All right, be right back. All right, guys. So, Alaska Triangle. Let's get to it. What exactly is the Alaska Triangle? Okay, so the Alaska Triangle, very similar to the Bermuda Triangle. It does have these weird things that happen within the triangle. Mm-hmm. And it's known to be one of the most mysterious places on Earth, twice as big as Texas, where uh, Shellshock lives. Uh-oh. In an area of wilderness connecting the three city points of Juneau. I looked it up. It's pronounced Juno. Juno. Yes. Barrow and Anchorage, Alaska. Yes. And they have actually... three points. They actually have like a fourth spot. Uh, it's called a uh, Yukurat. Uh, it's pronounced Yukurat. Is that how it is? For no, I don't know. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I was like, dang, you guys got me covered. No, you got me with a Juno, though. Uh, but with not Juno, because I, I looked up, up trying to pronounce it. I was like, Juno. I was like, Google. <laughs> and it was like, Juno. I was like, all right, cool, got it. Um, but yeah, I saw like Ukrat. That was another one I saw. I was like, okay. So it's like really four locations, but the main ones are like Anchorage Barrow and uh, Juno. So yeah. Big ass spot. Alaska weather. I like to keep it like really cold. Like now, like with how the house feels right now, I would turn the AC on, but. I usually do in my apartment this time of year. Yeah. I, I like turn it. AC on. I, I like am I weird for that? Like, a friend of mine came out and visited last year. Uh, uh, she I don't on. like it to be humid. That's why. You like you don't like it to be humid. No. I'm the same way. I can't. I can't deal with humidity. That is, it's a horrible feeling. Uh, but I had a friend that came out last year to visit me, and she is from. She she's lived in Colorado most of her life. But while she was staying with me for the week, she started complaining about how cold my apartment was. Like it's always so cold here. I was like, look, I get it. It's October. I was like, I get it. But I hate humidity so much. I'm trying to eradicate it in this apartment. Like I don't want. I hate sweating in my sleep. I like. I'd rather be cold than sweating. 
apparently it was issue for but her. But it's about but, your guest, though. But, well, shit, she still complains about it. Like, look, that's her. <laughs> that's her problem. I'm not dying for nobody in this place. But I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, if they said it's cold, I will turn the heat on. Normal. I'm a normal. Um, you know what I did though? I, I actually cracked open the windows to make it warmer. Damn. That's how cold my apartment was. I opened up the windows. Outside it was warmer. Because I was, I was warm. I'm just saying I can't do. I kind of fuck heat. I can't do it. Damn, Melissa, heat been on for over a month. That's wild. Fuck what's that. What's that? The heat. She been having the heat over there. What? Well, I feel you because like uh, it's cheaper. Well, it's colder up there. It is colder too. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, I, I I actually have ran my AC the entire summer. I never cut it off one time. I never cut mine off. I, I ran it for four months straight. My bill was so much more cheaper than turning it on and off. Like just well, I pay I pay a flat rate. That's why I keep it on. Mm. Yeah, see, mine I got Georgia Power shit. It kind of fluctuates. All right, back to Alaska Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this face, this place is known for having. Over 16,000 missing people since 1988. Mm-hmm. You know, the locals, they have legends there. They have lords there from little tiny people to giant people, giant people to like Sasquatch. Yes. They have so many fucking weird shit going on over there. So many weird anomalies happen over there. Because like I said, like even with the Bermuda Triangle and then the Alaska Triangle, anything within that parameter, it's, it's a lot of weird shit that's going on because... If you look at it deeper than how we talk about how different dimensions are diverging with yeah. one another, yeah. let's say Alaska and with the whole triangle shit, it's just two different dimensions like just coexisting together. together. And then they're just walking in and out of these dimensions. Just come and go as they please. Some people or some people walk into it and never return. <laughs> like 16,000 people. <laughs> well, because like, there was one thing I was looking up too about that spot, right? Yeah. It was talking about the uh, what the fuck's my notes? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go off the top of the head on this one. I can't remember. I can't find it. But uh, they were t- oh, I see it. They were talking about like like energy vortexes out there. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was I was digging through this shit. I was like, oh, this sounds like this sounds so dope. Uh, basically, but there's supposed to be like specific spots within the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, oh, sorry, not Bermuda Triangle with the Alaskan Triangle, where um, supposedly a lot of people go out there. To search for like search for like positive uh, energy vortexes. So when you go there, and it kind of like takes away like a lot of depression, or just kind of like gets you one with the with the universe, if you will. There's like there's spots like in like Sedona, and uh, I think like Easter Island. There's like certain spots around the world where if you go there, it's supposed to give you like positive vibes. Um, I know that may sound kind of crazy to some people, but. Uh, yeah, where you can like connect mentally and on something like just physically like <laughs> there's like a, a spot like in Egypt, right? And then um there's a location in one of the, the pyramids where they say like uh, if you put your head into that location in that pyramid, mm. like you'll feel like the whole full body vibration. Mm. You know? And nothing is happening, but you'll put your head there, your whole body your whole body vibrates. Mm. And then you'll feel fucking like uh Spiritual, like, like magical. So just washed over yeah, you. Like, you can be like an atheist. You, you put your head in that little block, and then you felt all that energy and power. Like, like holy shit, there's, there's something there out there. There is something out there. But everybody on this planet is wrong. <laughs> they Nobody understands it yet. <laughs> like, you're kind of like ahead of the curve. I believe that because... Not fully, but if anybody were to understand like life after death... It's too much, It man. would be the Egyptians... 
Yes, they worship that shit on a different level. They were led by people from other worlds and stuff. Well, and, and, well, well, it was like kind of like the start of like uh, humanity as far as being intelligent. It was the beginning of like intelligence on Earth. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, Sedona it, was a sham. I don't think so. Uh, I I know about it, but I don't know like a thousand percent to even say it was a sham. I really don't know much about. I think uh, shell shock. He was too uh, under too many vaccinations. I'm just saying because you were in the military, you guys took a lot of vaccinations. So it don't listen to him. We're not going to this it, direction. Uh, don't listen to him. No, I'm I'm saying it, it might have like uh, put certain like um, parts of your brains where it's shut down, where you you're not more aware of like any you know anything strange happening. You know, it keeps you on your toes. Like let's say, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because there's like people that they. To go through their whole life, they never experience like one weird thing. But I know Shell Shock, he experienced Dang, a lot of I weird stuff. Yeah, a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I have to go there for myself. So yeah, because something like I just know like just certain spots is like where people will go to. And the only reason why I know this is uh, I, oh, he said that was pre-military when you went up there. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, and this is why I believe like in positive vortex spots. Even though I went to a location that. It's not a positive vortex spot, but for me, being from the city, and all I know is about city and hearing sirens and ambulances and people honking horns. When I went to the a couple years ago, I went to like I went to Florida. I went to a beach, and yeah, I know some people like yeah, beaches like whatever, cool because they go there all the time. But for me, I don't. And so, and even though the ocean scares the shit out of me, the fact that I wasn't hearing no damn sirens. I was in no damn like bah, 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 fuck you. Bah, bah. I'm not hearing like people talking outside my damn apartment window. People arguing like I'm not hearing shit. It was just peace and quiet. It, I, I get the level of like why some people go searching for these these positive vortex spots. Oh, maybe, it might be on maybe like on a, an enlightenment on like like an enlightenment level type shit. But at least for me, I know it's like just, just 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 get away from everything else for a while. Is it's very calming. It's unsettling at first, but it's very calming. And you, I, don't, I feel like vortex spots, the positive ones are like, hey, I'm trying to find like the most ultimate relaxation, like a beach. I've done a beach already. Like, I'm new to this traveling shit, but uh, uh, as far as like traveling on my own and when I, where, where I want to go, but I feel like if you go into like spots that got like vortex spots, you've traveled to probably a lot of places prior to this before considering this going to like. Like even in Alaska, like the uh, uh, with the uh, with their triangle, a lot of the Alaska Triangle, and how some people travel out there hiking, and there's always been stories of like, hey, people are trying to find like this positive vortex area, and then the study sometimes come across like maybe a negative vortex area, would cause them like depression and shit. Um, I've heard I, some of the stories I was reading about was that some people go in the area and they experience like these episodes of like they're getting dizzy and they feeling depressed and suicidal. And some people kind of make it out there and get to where they're going. They're like, well, this is like the best trip ever. But I don't know. It's Yeah, it will be like a mixed bag, you know, like yeah. anything that involves like a lot of energy like that. You have to be careful, you know, because you never know like what type of energy that like, you're going to be affected with. Like, for example, like, let's say you go to Japan, right? In Japan, they got that suicide force. There you go. Exactly. And a lot of people, they say like the energy there is just so dark to where you you can't even just stand there you just you just got to get away from that place you know even like uh the police officers and stuff like they know like at night people will go there to play around 
and they would never even attempt to even look look or even mess with that forest because if anybody was going around there to play, mm-hmm. guess what? You're on your own because there's no officer that's going to go over I there. Like, I'm not going to sacrifice my yeah, life like, for this. Yeah, we'll look in the morning, but if you go in there at night to do whatever the fuck you're doing, they're like, uh-uh. They're not, they're not going to fuck with that shit because that place is like, it's well known to be like a place that has dark energy. So I'm not going to sacrifice my livelihood. I like, I like being a cop, but it's Yeah, not, they, not they know much. better. They know they don't. Their shift ends, ends at night. They don't, they do not go into that forest. <laughs> hey, I'm going home after this. I'm not trying to be a... Right. And I'm pretty sure like there's like some spots like in Alaska where they have these spots where it's like negative and stuff because... I mean, 16,000 people missing since 1988. You would think like, okay, that's a crazy track record. This is like, we were alive at this time. Yeah. 16,000 people going to a a place in Alaska missing. Wouldn't you like be like, hey, something is wrong? Well, from my understanding with the story, like with how this area is, I think they first started keeping track like in 1988 is when they was like, hey, man, a lot of people were dying when they crossed this shit. Yeah, it started in 1988. But But there was people prior before that. Yeah. There there was like conspiracy even before 1988. Mm. But the conspiracy, it started making headline in October of 1972. Mm. That's when the U.S. House Majority Leader Hale Boggs, Alaska Congressman Nick Begich, and Russell Brown, they were, uh, they went on like, this journey out there in Alaska and they all fucking vanish. They never found, they never find that, you know, the private plane. jet. They didn't find no plane. It was a private plane. jet. They didn't find the wreckage. They didn't find nothing. No bodies. And then that's when they're like, holy shit. Like they gone, Something huh? is wrong. So these are like high profile people that they went to Alaska and they just fucking vanished. Couldn't find them. They had like thousands of people out there looking for them. And this is when the conspiracy like blew just up blew about up, Alaska. And we're back. <laughs> okay, right. so uh, the conspiracy that made headline, I think this is the last thing that we talked about, was back in uh, October 1972 was when like, the, uh, uh, the congressman and every, the, house, the U.S. House uh, leader, Hale Boggs, Boggs, when they went missing, that's when shit started to hit the fan. And it's like, okay, like maybe this Alaskan, uh, Alaska Triangle was like a real legit thing. So I think at that moment in 1972, that's when they realized... Hey, we got to be careful about this location, which is because kinda, people are going missing. Uh, then it does like, you know, it does like uh, catches the curiosity of normal citizens to where they're like, "Hey, let me see if it's true for myself." And then yeah. they end up going missing too. Yeah, because the thing about uh, well, well, like, well, for one, I th- I, I, what I realized is too is that way before Hell Boggs and his crew they went missing in uh, Alaskan Triangle, there was way many people before then. But it just took like a congressman to be like, for everybody, everybody to be like, hey, maybe this place is a problem. But why did it have to take a congressman to disappear for it? It's right. It needed it's to be somebody that's been verified. Yes, <laughs> way before they this. had to have the check mark. If they went and they went missing, they, you know, they would be it's like official. <laughs> okay, so this is this is like a real thing. Like Alaska has a place just like the Bermuda Triangle, and people are going missing there. Like I saw, I saw like one story. Um, it's weird that everything has to be like a triangle. Like that's like the most sacred shape. Yeah, it's, it's easy. Boop, three points. What's funny, like in my mushroom trips, all I saw was triangles. I swear to God. That's all you see in mushroom trips. Well, in my trips, particularly. I saw like um, 
Egyptians, they did something. They have like a contract with, I think, the higher aboves where they own something like on the earth. I wonder if it has anything to do with like how like, I'm not saying it's based off of this, but maybe the Bible draws off of this. Because like with the whole, uh, you know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost is like the, the Holy Trinity. I think it all does. It's always like everything's like a threes type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it all does. Like all the religion, it ties into one another, like somehow. Mm. We just don't know it because it's it's been translated in different styles, different dialects and stuff. Yeah. We just don't understand it. But overall, like the religion, they're all like they're all like uh, you know, taking stuff out from like the real story. Yeah. There there is like a real story. And a lot of them they do have a lot of like what really happened and stuff. But every different culture they have like you know, like a snippet of the the real story. Yeah, like nobody has like the full story of what really just, happened. Just bits and pieces and urban legends, maybe. And yeah, it's, 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 they all went through like their shit. Like it's real. Like that's why you can't say like, oh, one religion is real, one is fake. It's, it's like you guys are like, all we're all in this shit together. We have to figure it out together. Did you hear about the uh, the Japanese pilot that flew through it? Yeah, the Japanese pilot. Yeah. They, they flew through that. Uh, this is like the only UFO story I came across was the, yeah. the closest one. Um, uh, Japanese pilot was flying through. Uh, I, I don't know if he was like doing like a test run or something, but he flew into the airspace of the Alaska, the Alaska Bermuda. Uh, I'm sorry, the Alaska Triangle. He flew within the, the boundaries of it and... <clears throat> I guess he was getting calls over the radio saying like, hey, like, you know, you got some people coming in near you. Now, at first I was thinking like these objects that the, uh, uh, what do you call them? Like, um, I can't think of it. Unidentified but, flying objects? Well, like the people that's like monitoring that shit on like on the radar and stuff. I can't think of the name of it, but. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, uh, fuck! Somebody help me in the chat. But it's the, the people in the towers. Air, air, air traffic control. Air traffic controllers. There you go. I, I, I from my. From what I was trying to understand with the story was that uh, the Japanese air traffic controllers or whoever they were or the government, whatever, they were trying to tell the pilot like, hey, like you just entered Alaskan airspace, da da da, you have three objects on you. And I, I, at first I was thinking like, man, this is probably a bullshit story because the objects are probably like right on top of the ship and da da da. Like I didn't believe it, but I guess like the objects that they were seeing that were like really bright in the sky, it was like two smaller ones and a bigger one. Why you didn't believe it? And so, well, because at first I was like, man, like because the, the the objects never got within five miles of it, but it just stayed hovering around it. Like it was like it was like the pilot saw with his eyes. From my understanding, it's just that it was like the air traffic controls like, hey, and I think the pilot may have seen something, but for the most part, I think it would stay with like they stayed like a good reasonable distance. Like they didn't get too close. It was almost like just watching. Like it's not like he like looked to his left out of his window and it was like mothership. It was just. They just kept monitoring him, and he was keeping up with his speed, from my understanding. And then, yeah, but the object was actually watching them the whole time. Yeah, they watched them the whole time, yeah. yeah. So this happened in 1986. A Japanese plane, they came across an unidentified flying object. Mm. And then a lot of people that was on the airplane at that time, they said that they saw this bright light object following the aircraft. And that was like the story of the Japanese airline. Yeah, there was a reference that, to like, that that dealt with something that was unidentified, like a flying object that was, you know, following the ship. Everybody saw that shit. Yeah, and I, I think there was a reference to it was like, hey, there was like the bigger ship and the smaller ship. So I guess like I don't know if the small ship was like scouts, but they referred to the bigger one at least was uh, they called it the mothership. They're probably not even the mothership at all, but 
it's bigger than the smaller ones. You got to think, this is a 1986. Yeah. So the term like mothership wasn't even like a common term. Yeah, I think it's like the term this now used like, for it. When we first started using the term mothership was when Independence Day, Day came out. Yeah, came out with Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when like, oh shit, the mothership. But imagine 1986. We, what the fuck? I wasn't even born yet. I know you were, right? You're like 30 I was now. I was like three. But yeah, um, I wasn't even born yet. Wait, you're three? This is 88, right? What was it? 86. I was one. Yeah. I was a baby. I was negative one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 1986, you never heard. Like, even in like in the 1990s, you don't hear people saying, oh yeah, the mothership. That, sh- that term didn't come into like... Like we didn't yeah, say it until like Independence Day. Yeah, came Independence out. Day was like the the ultimate alien movie. Yeah. Uh, what's what's y'all shock saying now? What Said he was one. A mothership. <laughs> what an alien. But yeah, so the Alaska Triangle is known for all these weird anomalies happening over there. Like, it's like the holy grail of all the weird shit happening. Yeah, like is with it? ghosts, aliens, Sasquatch, little people. Little tiny fairy people. It's like everything is over there. And then I'm thinking like, okay, this, it might not just be like Alaska. It might just be like the hot spot for like a, a place where it coexists with another reality. Oh, a, like a weak, a weak point in reality. That's why yeah. I say it. it's like, like a, there's a terror in it. Like a wrinkle in our, yes, our, in our reality, reality yeah. where they're like, hey, peekaboo. Hey, guess what? You're in the mountains. <laughs> I had this one intense mushroom trip one time, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was so strong. I remember like the f- the feeling of it, and then they asked me, you know, because I was asking them for real answers. I was like, I want to know answers, and then they told me, if you're ready for the truth, let us know. We can show you the truth right now, but you have to say you want to know the truth. And at that moment, right, that's real fear. <laughs> that's where I was like, Do you really want to know? I thought about everybody. I was like, Fuck, if I commit to this will I die and then you know in this reality I'm dead and then they show me everything so that's when I was like no I was like I don't want to know mm. and then the whole show was like Boof. the whole show was done ended. yeah <laughs> was like, I turned off like I was like fuck that was crazy and then I I thought about it for like the whole week I was like damn if I said yes you know they would have showed me the truth and like what would happen to me would you have been ready for it for sure I know I wasn't ready for it it was strong, though. It tr- was, I think the truth comes with age. You, you want to accept more shit when you're older. I wasn't ready. I was like, because oh, I thought I was going to die. And I was like, damn, man, you guys going to be kind of kind of mad that I just went out like that. <laughs> like, what? He died from a shroom trip? <laughs> <laughs> eh, he's gone. <laughs> they did the autopsy. He's like, oh, yeah, there's like fucking nine grams of, of psychedelics. <laughs> and then that would have made a bad name on psychedelics. And that would have been it. That would have ruined everything. <sighs> yep. Alright, all right, all right, all right, so back to the shit, alright. Um, okay, so with the Vortex stuff, right? One of the things I would, I, and I know you heard about this, was like the Otter Man. <laughs> otter Man. Yeah, okay, so there's like a, this legendary creature. I call it an Otter Man. I'm trying to look up the word. I'm trying to remember what the word is for it, because I'm trying to look it up, but uh, it's it's a term based off of like this... Uh, Clean, uh, oh, I heard about that. It's like half man, half otter. Yeah, it's like a shape. Okay, so supposedly what lives within the boundaries of the Alaskan uh, uh, Triangle. Um, this is a tribe that's been li- that's been living there for like the longest. I'm probably gonna butcher this name. I apologize, but it's a 
uh, Tlingit tribe. Uh, spell, it's spelled T-L-I-N-G-I-T. Tlingit? I'm probably wrong. But this is a tribe that's been there for like, I was even reading about this tribe. Uh, they did research, like scientists that did research on this tribe that they've been around for like maybe, they've, they existed like 11,000 years ago. Like they crossed from over maybe Russia and then crossed over the Bering Strait. You sure it was 11,000 years ago? I swear to God. I, when I saw the number, I was like, I got to calculate it and put it in there to make sure it was 11,000 because... When did Jesus exist? And 11,000 years ago. So, before... Alexa. BC. <laughs> when was Jesus born? Although there is no record of Jesus Christ's actual birth date... Christians around the world celebrate Christ's birth on December 25th. Some research suggests he was born between 6 BCE and 4 BCE, and some scholars believe that Jesus was born in spring. Yes, because I did hear about that. Jesus was not born in Christmas at all. He was born during springtime, so around, around, almost years? around Easter. How many but, thousand years ago was that? So 11,000. How long has humans been around since BC? I don't know. Maybe like I got into a Reddit maybe, argument. Maybe it's probably like the Middle Ages, probably. With somebody, and I was saying like, hey, like, there's new studies that show that dinosaurs walked amongst the same time, like, as humans. Amongst the same times as humans. Like the Flintstones? Yeah, like, they existed the same times as humans existed. Like, there would be like a, a dinosaur footprint, and then it would be like a human footprint. Mm. Maybe not humans like us. I w- if anything to it, I guarantee you, they, was, they probably was like more like Harambe <laughs> than they were human back then. There's no way us normal humans could have survived yeah, doing like this. A, like a d- 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 diet, you know, the Stone Ages, like at least or at least with dinosaurs, like cave people, right? We have to be some Harambe level strength of yeah, because I we see that we, our DNA did get altered like dramatically to where they couldn't explain the gap between the last. You know, they're missing link. Yeah. The, the last evolution of mankind to like us. They're like, hey, this is like a huge jump in like our cranial, our brain, how we uh, evolved like that to where they're like, uh, uh, something happened. Like we don't know the gap that happened. Something happened, but and then somehow we still here. <laughs> hey, CRISPR technology. Somebody <laughs> fucked with like the so natural funny. DNA of like the humans that were native, like you know, on Earth. They showed up and it's like, hey, we they came and like, hey, we, hey, you guys want to make some, you know, some some slaves that, that can that can mine like whatever material you guys are trying to mine. I mean, it could have been like aliens came down. I was like, hey, you know, humans, uh, Harambe people, you guys almost got wiped out in this extinction with the dinosaurs. Chris, but we're gonna build you back up and we're gonna teach you fire <laughs> and boo doo boom. Right, just like that movie Dune. Shit. Did you ever see that movie Dune, the new one? No, on HBO? I'm I'm almost kind of intimidated to watch it. It's, it's oh. deep. Like if you ever take a mushroom trip, you would feel some of the scenes. <laughs> oh my god! Like to where you're almost like uh, to where you're like, hey, whoever like directed this movie and did all the art shit, they know something about like the psychedelic world. Yeah, he's the guy. The same guy who directed that movie. He did uh, what was it uh, Blade Runner 2049? Yeah. He's the same director, Denis Den- 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 uh, something. Yeah, Look, yeah. It's literally like spelled Den- Dennis Villanueva or something like that, but yeah. But yeah, there was like some scenes where like, uh, like I saw like similar scenes where they did where they visited the planets mm. and how they had like, you know, all the royalties and stuff visiting the planets, how they meet each other. Just like the Wakanda scene, like, you know, when he goes and meet them and stuff. I had a mushroom 
trip where I saw something similar to mm. where a big spaceship landed down and then everybody was wearing their robes and stuff and they met up with people from like from, here? from Earth and then people from like far different country. I mean different planet. Okay. And they came together and they made some type of contract. Some kind of agreement. Yeah. Some type of agreement. And it was opened. Everybody knew about that shit. And if you watch Dune, they had a similar scene where they came in, they made like a type of agreement for them to try to find something like on this planet because mm. the planet was like crazy. But if you watch that scene, they also talk about, there's another thing that happened in my mushroom trip. I'm remembering like right now where I saw like the human brain, right? To where our natural human brain, we cannot hold the knowledge of the past because our brain is not, it's not modified like, to hold a, uh, like the capacity uh, of memory the capacity is, of yeah, the type of memory from the long. past because it's too much. I, I can't like remember. We couldn't we couldn't comprehend that type of information. Our brain would like blow up if we had like all the information like from the past that happened. I believe that because I can't even remember, like I struggle when I walk in my apartment and I'm like getting undressed. I'm like talking Forgot, to phone right? somebody. I put my phone down. I'm still talking and then I don't know where my phone is at. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the fuck's my phone? So I I can see how. Too much memory. Yeah, would like be. our our brain now, we can't comprehend like what the true knowledge is. So when I watched that movie, right, there was like a scene. I'm gonna spoil it. It was like a scene where they said like there was like the one, the person that was the one where his brain can actually be the brain that can actually hold harness the energy of the past and the future. That's when Zastars blue, and they called him like the one, mm-hmm. and they're like, shit. okay, finally, he's he's finally born in this generation. He can finally, because there's finally a person like that's living that can hold like the knowledge from the past and the future. So my thing is, where somebody where, like, what are like people waiting for this moment to happen? Yeah, I'm it was assuming. like they're waiting for like sounds like something. the golden child to be born, to where he was actually his brain was actually built organically, like to hold the capacity of like past future. Yeah, you you got you need you need a. When I heard that moment in the in the movie, I was like. Dun, dun, dun. I covered my mouth. I was like, "Holy shit! This shit is so fucking deep, man." Yeah, I, I never seen the original Dooms or never read the book. I never even heard of it. But really? I knew there was like two. I think there was a movie before they came out in the '80s. I knew about or '70s. There was a book, and then it was like a TV movie. But I never seen any of them. It was just uh, it sounded interesting, but it sounded like it, was, it sounded like too epic for me to want to jump into. But I do want to watch this new movie before you know. It, it, it. Watch it. It's deep, especially if anybody that dealt with psychedelics. It you it, it hit you harder. You get it? Yeah, it hit you harder. Cause man, looking at those planets like that and how they were traveling between planets. That's how they were doing this shit back then. But we're like, for some reason, it's like it's almost like they left us behind, and then now we're doing this weird shit with spaceships, which fucking like trying to survive. Rocket. Trying to yeah, survive, yeah, pretty like, much. We're just out here flexing on each other. Uh, Shellshock in the chat says, uh, 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 Dune was just entertainment. The Fifth Element was a documentary. That Fifth Element was, oh my God, man. That movie was way better than it should have been. Yeah, it was good, but I shouldn't have been that good. I wouldn't sleep on Dune. It has deeper meaning. No, no, I'm going to watch Dune. I've been been waiting for Dune, and I have not watched it because I saw the runtime, and I'm like, ah. Yeah, even my sister, like, Bob, she's she didn't like it. She really? didn't like the movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I heard her say she didn't like it, and then I was like, let me watch it for myself. When I watched, I was like, holy shit, this shit is deep, dude. Oh. 
But I'm watching it from a different perspective. I'm watching it from like I'm comparing it to my mushroom trips. Yo, you're taking a journey, man. It sounds like a journey from what I've seen the trail. Yeah. I'm like, yo, when I was watching to... it, I was almost seeing like, holy shit, this looks like what I fucking saw in my my visions and shit. And I'm here. Yeah, I was like, damn, like people know about this shit. That's where I I felt like I was comfortable. Then when I saw it, I was like, oh, people know about this, and they're able to. Man, put so, the shit out in the so many so many writers that have yeah. like done drugs and then wrote stories it's it's amazing it's beautiful man like I, I would suggest everybody take a mushroom I, trip I, 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 but, but, but the thing about watching Dune I'm trying to wait for theaters I want to watch HBO Max so bad I'm like I got it I'm on it but I just went and saw the James Bond movie last week I'm trying to get back into the movie thing again saw James Bond movie loved it Dune I've read, I, I, I was choosing between Dune and James Bond and I picked James Bond so then Dune is going to be the next movie I'm trying to watch either next week or sometime where I can get a ticket, like, you know, like a cheaper tick, you know, ticket, you know what I'm saying? You know, something cheap. But yeah. But back to Alaska. We got way the fuck off topic. Back to Alaska. That's all, all right. I got for Alaska, though. Really? Okay. So uh, what you got? Well, one of the things I came across before was like with the uh, with the Alaska thing was that they did have this uh, with the Native American tribe, the... Uh, I, uh, what's the name? I went so far down now. Uh, Tlingit with that tribe, they basically had this creature uh, known as the. Uh, basically, they look like uh, otters, as legend goes. As a uh, but they like they were shape shifting into otters. Well, that was the thing I was trying to understand because um, they called a uh, well. These are shape shifting otters called uh, Kush Taka or Kush Dakha, but basically like. Either uh, the thing I was trying to understand is like with these otters, are these otters like, uh, did they look like otters at first, but or did they look like a half man type otter creature? That's what I was trying to understand. But it's different versions of it where, like, like otters are really big in Alaska to the point where um, this tribe and almost everybody that's lived in Alaska. They almost wiped out the otters. They almost made them go extinct in the area at one point because mm. they're being used for like. Food, fur, all this other shit. It was being used for like natural resources, and it was burning out this entire otter race. Um, I'm not sure what what when this story came about, but I know with this tribe that lived up there, they started having these stories of these urban legends of like this otter man type creature, this shapeshifter type creature that would look like a normal person, like and it, and it would usually target like travelers looking for. You know, the, the positive vortex, um. the walking out there, or maybe just people just wanting out there, even for the negative or just whatever. Like anybody else out there, they had these urban, this urban legend where this guy, this guy would walk up to a group of hikers who were lost. It's, it's only, it's only like basically like it would only affect people that were lost walking out in the wilderness. Like if you know where you're going, you're they're good. that intelligent. They know that they're, they're, they're like okay, these like it's like it's like when you go to it's like when you go downtown and you see people taking pictures of like cameras of everything. You know the tourists. You know the tourists. It's right. like that type of thing. Right. So I was like, hey, they're watching. Okay, they don't know where they're going. Where they they probably know about us. We'll let them do their thing. But if you go out within uh you know the Alaskan Triangle, they'll watch you. Okay, okay, you're lost. And then. Uh, from, uh, from what I was trying to understand with this too, it's almost like they'll listen and then they'll form into what they hear about conversation. Like, oh yeah, well, say like if you had a group of people going out there and then you're lost and then all of a sudden like people within your group are like, the other man who's like listening to trees outside your like you know your sight, 
will be listening and then you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm a parent. I'm, I love kids. Da, da, da. And they'll approach everybody like a kid. It, it goes for like specific weaknesses they'll listen to. And then, like, hey, guy, you guys are lost? Like, hey, like, let me tell you, like, let me go. if it's a guy or whatever, hey, you know what? Like, let me, let me lead you guys back to where you guys need to go. And we'll take you in the wrong direction on purpose. Mm. And it will eat you. Now. Maybe eat your ass. That too. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to basically, like, devour. <laughs> That's well, why you don't, you don't follow strangers. Because well, you're going to get your ass ate up. Well, so, so, uh, so how it is, is uh, supposedly how it is, is like. Sometimes they will devour you for eating purposes, as far as the urban legend is concerned. They, sometimes they devour you, and there's times where that if they bite you, they're, they're, in, like, they're with the Ottoman. What if you enjoy it, though? Well, you're going to become them. And then basically like... I guess I'm Ottoman. They're considered like demons, because if you're infected by them, that means your soul can't reincarnate. You're stuck in this body until the day you die. And you'll eventually turn into one of them, and then when you die, you come back as them. No, you don't die at all. It's almost like kind of this thing of like you get bit by them, and now you're just living and you're a shapeshifter. You're like stuck them. in an infinitely loop of shapeshifting. And it's like, hey, uh, you see, now that you're part of this, sometimes I want to eat, or sometimes I just want to infect other people. Hello, God. <laughs> hey, where, where are you? <laughs> the first thing I'd be like, hey. Give me shrooms right now. I have to talk to the boss. <laughs> and, I, and I think, like, uh, from what I was reading about with these creatures, these I'm calling them Otterman because yes, shell shock skinwalkers. Yes, yeah, yes, they're basically like skinwalkers. Or if you want to go further back, they're basically just how vampire lore was back in the day. Like vampires are like the OG shit of everything and anything that exists out there. But it also with like vampires of like being shapeshifters. Like before there was werewolves, like the, of man transforming to a wolf. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was like, hey, you need to be a vampire in order to turn into a wolf because they're able to shapeshift. But as time went on, werewolves evolved and it becomes its own thing. It's, it's, it's the type of thing where. Do you think that werewolves still exist, like shapeshifting? Uh, or did it ever exist? Uh, uh, no. Uh, I believe that if, if werewolves are real, they don't turn into werewolves, they just act like a werewolf. If that makes sense, it's like you, you can't physically like turn to it, but like on a mental, on a mental level, like you could. The, I don't the, know, the, man. The human brain is so amazing on what it can be. I don't know. Like, there's so many like werewolf lore, like within like Indian culture and stuff. Like, it's a whole lot. I don't think you can like dismiss that, like as dumb somebody having a disability making up some shit like that. I, I think there is like a, uh, like if you ever. Went to like a true Indian, right? And you were to go into his face and be like, Hey, are you a shapeshifter? He would be super offended. I would hope so. If somebody yeah. told me, my, if somebody told my because black that's ass, like that, one thing too. that they know is like really true and they know it's bad and stuff or whatever. And if you call somebody a shapeshifter, like, man, shut the fuck up. I'm not a fucking shapeshifter. <laughs> Like they believe it, you know. They believe Man, like my face. <laughs> I'm not a shapeshifter, you know. Like, but they know like the shapeshifting shit. It's real, like amongst like their the community. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's real. Like there could be like three different, four, five, six different Earths on Earth, like to where their reality is completely different from what uh, the reality that we know. Well, just right. Like, let's say like the people like you're driving around in traffic or you're walking around in downtown and shit. You're walking around so many people. Right? Let's say those half of those people is not even real. They're just like background people. Yeah. 
half of them is not even real. They're just there to fill the space in. People NPC, that you'll NPCs? never meet. Yeah. <laughs> that NPCs people you'll, you'll never meet. You know, like there's maybe like three or four or five people within that crowd that's actually real people that you can actually have a real conversation with. Mm-hmm. Who knows? No, it could be. Real shit. But, uh... Skinwalkers. No, but no, but with the skinwalker shit. No, but yeah, a lot of these lures, it seems like they're always connected to me, but, uh... It, it, with the Ottoman stuff, it just seems in a weird, not not a weird way, but it's just a, a, a and, I, and I believe it on some kind of level. I feel like all, every story starts off on some kind of level, on on any kind of level. It, even if it was just a human being that committed these acts of crime or these horrible things, it, it evolved maybe to it being a monster. I don't know, but I do feel like there's like a level of truth to like a lot of yeah. why people are scared of like certain shit going down. And um, with this one tribe, they explain it like, hey, like, look, there's something out there. People keep going out there for no damn reason. And they, we think they're getting tricked or getting eaten. And and, and I think that the horrible thing about what these otter creatures, these, these otter wolves or were otters, if you want to call them, is that sometimes they do eat for like just to eat. And then sometimes they like their population is dropping. They're, they just, I'm assuming that they probably start infecting people by biting them. And then it builds the numbers back up. The thing is, though, is that... Buying them or having sex with them? Or, well, after they buy them, they just, one of them, I'm assuming they got to hmm. have some otter babies. But but I think uh, uh, once that happens, though, it, it seems like they're trying to... Uh, I got a piece of bad. I'm sorry. But I can hear you, though, on the walls. I got you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So with the otter folks, uh, the thing I was about to get across, and it's not going to be too long. But it seems like with with their legend is that they're infecting people, and then and then these people just wind up eventually like their souls get trapped on Earth. Like that's like probably one of the worst things I could ever assume. In. Like I would assume that death is more of a, uh, a a natural event in the existence of anything. Like it's a part of everything. But when you're stuck and you can't move and from my understanding, and that's one of the biggest things that is like the horrifying part about uh, being bit by one of these creatures that exists within uh, you know, the Alaska Triangle. This is like if you get bit, your soul is stopped and you can't even re- reincarnate anymore. So yeah, it's crazy. That was quick. What? That was good. No, you came in at the very. I end. didn't. I didn't leave. <laughs> what? Oh, you was still, you was here the whole time. I, I heard know. everything. Oh, okay. He said shape shifters yes. are becoming otters. Uh, but with the otter people, is this is this a weird thing of where if you get bit, it's not so much about dying. It's like the worst thing that can happen. And I've talked to people about this of uh, if they had any superpower, I've heard some people say like, you know what? I would pick immortality if it was a superpower. I think that's the worst power to pick. Because it breaks up the natural order of life. Right. You, you got to live. You got to die. Pass on. But if you're part of this otter creature thing, when you get bit, your soul gets trapped. It's, it's it, You would rather get eaten from what I was reading about. Getting eaten by them is, is better than you get bit, you're infected, you become them. I would hate to come back as an otter. <laughs> as a half-man otter. Half-man otter. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Fuck that. I'd be like, no, you guys better fucking kill me 12 times. I'm not coming back as an otter. But I have one story about Alaska, right, before we uh, clock out. Okay. So, like, a long time ago, they discovered this little boy, right? He's sitting in the middle of, like, uh, you know, the, the snow. 
but there's no tracks around them, nothing. So they're wondering, like, where the fuck this child come from? Because there's no tracks or anything. They're like, this kid is just in the snow. Just there. So they ask the kid, like, hey, where'd you come from? It's like, I came from that cave over there. My sister is in that cave. Like, what? Your sister's over there, too? He was like, yeah, we've been there for, like, over 40 years. They look at the kid. They're like, you look like you're 10 years old. And then what they found out about this cave in Alaska was that time doesn't exist there. Mm. So when this child was over there in the cave, they were just chilling the whole time where no time like like happened, but he spent so many years just being there, just being in that cave doing his his own thing. But he never aged. He stayed like a kid the whole time. Even the girl stayed the kid the whole time because the time didn't it didn't move. And when I heard this story, there was like this movie that I saw on Netflix a long time ago. I forgot the name of the movie, but it was a movie about these rock climbers or these people that do like cave diving. And then they went to this cave, right? And then something fucking happened. And then next thing you know, like a thousand years pass. What they got out? Right? The thousand years passed. And then they fucking had like these high-tech androids came down to the cave trying to... Found them? Yeah. Like, no, just to see it was in the cave. And they're like, holy shit, what the fuck is all this highly advanced alien shit? What? And yeah. that's the that's search crew looking for them. Yeah. And then they're like, what the fuck? And then they saw like the date. Like, uh, they told them what year is it? They're like... It's like the year 3000, some bullshit. But like, what the fuck? We've been down here this whole time. Mm-hmm. So the time in that cave ran a lot faster than the time, like, like on the earth. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So they were visited by, like, they saw, like, the, they said the apocalypse happened and everything. And then, like, a highly advanced alien race took over, like, the earth. But for them, it was just the same trip they was so, on. And- yeah, they were just on a rock climbing trip, like, maybe 10 hours at the most. That's like some ultimate. That's like the like the most ultimate like Mandela shit that you could. Yeah, ex- like, then this fucking uh, crazy highly advanced guy came down like scanning everything. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh, you're disgusting. You're from t- 2021. Right, it was crazy. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, it was a movie. Shell Shock. I forgot the name. Oh, let me know, please, Shell Shock. If you, if I'll you never figure this. it out. But the movie sucks anyway. But um, man, I still want to see it though. I, I like shit like that. It's it's. I like concepts more than a story sometimes. It's, I'm like, you know, this yeah, movie sucks, but the concept was kind of cool. Like the Mandela movie. I like the whole concept like of that, it. Like yeah. the whole, they're trying to stay true to like the whole Mandela effect, but they still try to make it into like a Hollywood but movie. But they tried. It's like when they tried. It was, it was actually good. It wasn't It wasn't bad at all. It's like when uh, BET came out with a, was that the movie Karen? <laughs> hmm? So you know the term Karen? Yeah. I don't even know why I asked you. This is like the global term right now is Karen. And they, I know about that. But they but they made a movie based off of a Karen mm. that was like fucking with her neighbors. Like, why is your trash can so close to the street? Is this, What channel was that on? BT. That's a real channel? They still have that? <laughs> man, that shit ain't going nowhere. Right, man. BT is always going to be here. They, Viacom owns it. Only thing like I watched on BT was when they had uh, Freestyle Fridays. Cause Jen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. I, 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 I mean. Like, no. No. I get it. No. I get it. Uh, come on. No. I get it. I can't. No. I. I. Let me take it back. I apologize for my Jen. Cause it, no. Cause Jen was like, he was one of the dopest things to pop up at the time. Yeah. I mean. I, why would you stick around? Why else would I watch? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, you're right. You're a thousand percent right. I agree with you. Because, like, honestly, he was actually a good mix to. But you know who's the best freestyle rapper right now that is, like, super underground? And then this dude, he will probably kill anybody in freestyle rap. Man, who? Harry Mack. You know who Harry Mack no, is? No, no. Yo, look up Harry Mack. This dude, he can freestyle anything, and he kills it, dude. He's, like, a real legit freestyle rapper. Probably, like, the best freestyle rapper ever. Look him up, Harry Mack. He's, he's I'm killing to it. Uh, I'm but we're, to... we're going to go ahead and clock this episode out. Yes. I, I don't even know how I'm going to edit this shit. Uh, hopefully, just, uh, show me drinking the beer. Shit, just to do that. Hopefully, I, I, hopefully the computer saved everything. But uh, thank you guys, everybody, for joining us tonight. We'll catch every guy, everybody next week. We'll catch everybody next week on yes, Tuesday. I don't sir. know the topic yet, but uh, we'll figure it out. It's gonna be something normal. But uh, normal. yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. Adios. See you guys. <laughs>